All right, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Patient Pod, the holistic hub for everything health and wellness. This episode, we're going to talk about longevity, specifically certain areas that we've researched around the world that are called blue zones. These are areas that we see the highest increase in lifespan, as well as overall health and wellness through the roof. So Dr. Bryant, let's, let's go over these, man. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, like Dr. Aiken said, these blue zones are places where people are living more consistently to 100 years old. Wow. Now, the the average uh, U.S. life expectancy around, well, I guess around the country, U.S. life expectancy is 77 years old. But in these specific areas, people are living to be 100 years old. So the longevity for these people is incredible. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to look into, you know, what are the characteristics of those areas? What are What is some things that we can maybe learn from them? and start incorporating it into our lives so we can have a little bit more longevity as well. Because the, the only thing that we really, you know, we can't get back is that time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But if you can do things now to help yourself have a little bit more time, it's all worth it. Yeah. And what I like about doing this research is there's common characteristics or common qualities of life that you see in these blue zones that, are pretty much the principles we're trying to coach and encourage in our podcast. And, and a lot of that, just the overall pillars of wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's interesting to know that like, if we do these little things now, how our quality and, and quality is big too, you know, you can live to a hundred in your last 20 years, be miserable. Yeah. We're focused on the quality of life in these blue zone areas. Yeah. And, and I saw, you know, while we were doing this uh, research, I could tell that most of these people did have a good quality of life. A lot of these people, uh, while they were upper 90s, 100 years old, they were still uh, able to take care of themselves and, and, and work on different things and cook and all those different things. So very interesting. So the first thing that I want to talk about is the five pillars of Blue Zones longevity diet. Now, Ooh. I saw this on a, on a podcast. Is it Rich Roll? Rick Roll? Rich Roll, Rich Roll. Yeah, I've watched. I've watched some of his stuff. Sounds I don't like a rapper. It does. I don't now. I don't know what the rest of his shows are about. So sorry if he has a raunchy show. But anyways, so what he said was with these blue zones, these people they eat. So there's five. He he calls it the five pillars: whole grains, greens, lots of greens, tubers, which is like sweet potatoes, mm. nuts, and beans. That's what the most of their diet consists of now some of the things that is really uh kind of crazy that i also researched is these people also only eat meat around five times per month wow where with most americans we're we're eating five times a day carnivores yeah we're putting we're putting down a lot um way less fish and eggs actually is what they say they're not eating a lot of fish and eggs Hmm. and no no dairy from cows so mainly a lot, you know, coming from the earth. Yep. Um, yep. You know, and, and I, I've heard that as well. And um, and they're still getting their protein there too. And that's what's very vitally important, especially for males and females. But that protein intake is a healthy balance as well. And uh, wow, I did not realize that. Yeah. And actually, so I, I watched a YouTube video and it was some of these uh, these people that live in blue zones. And basically one of the quotes that one of them said was their body's busy while their mind is still. Mm. 
That's so their so their body's busy. They're they're they don't just go to the gym to work out. Their whole life is built around moving, doing things. They're always active. Whereas you can tell with our with our uh, culture, lots of sitting, lots mm-hmm. of sitting, lots of just watching TV, looking at your phone. But these particular areas, they are moving from sun up to sundown. They just got different things that are going on. And and with this um, this quote, I thought it was really cool because their body's busy, so they're doing a lot of things while their mind is still. So their body's busy, and if their mind is still, that means that you're decreasing some of that stress. Well, they're present. Yeah. You know, they're still, they're present, they're in the moment. And I think that's vitally important, too, because I, I guarantee you, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to dive into it with their mental health yep. capacity and, and their awareness of, of everything is very important. And, you know, another thing too, is you limit distractions, right? A lot of these yep. areas, they're not on their tablets, their phones, they're out moving and grooving yep. and, and ultimately eating all the healthy foods, getting sunlight. Yep. is probably a big one for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. So the next thing is the power nine. And I, and I thought this was really cool. Um, and this was pretty consistent across the, the board on everywhere that I, uh, looked up. So the power nine is basically nine characteristics that these blue zones really encompass or embody or whatever you'd like to say. So like we were just talking, number one is they move naturally. So like we were saying, sun up, sun down, they're just moving around. They're, they're picking up stuff. They're working kind of that old school mentality where you grow your own gardens and things like that. They're just constantly moving. Number two is they found that in these areas, all these people have a purpose. They feel like they have a purpose where that's very interesting as well, because a lot of people, and I know here in the States, sometimes purpose is not, they don't know what, you know, what everybody's a little confused, but in these zones, people know what they're about and what they're living for. Now, do you feel that that could be some of their, their environment? So their culture, their tribe, so to speak of, of, of how they're raised and developed. So that's kind of just like the way of life traditionally that's been passed down. Yeah, um, a little bit more grounded is yeah. what is what it would be. I, Less I distractions. Think. Yeah. So number three is they called it downshifting. So basically, so these areas, you know, they have stress just like everybody else. But what they do is they make it a point every day to take a few moments out of their day to be present, gratitude. But also what I found was really cool they take a few moments moments to remember their ancestors. Mm. And really, if you do that, like I've never, I mean, I think about some, but I never really was very um, deliberate about it. But if you think about your ancestors and who they are and how they helped you get to where you're at, I mean, that's a lot of happiness just right there. And they make it a point every day to do that. Yeah, and, I, and that goes to the gratitude and awareness. I mean, you see that many self-development mm-hmm. podcasts. And that's what I, I feel with these common themes, these are the, the normal ways of, of life that these individuals are living. And I think it's very important to take some notes. And like you said, you know, be grateful for, for where you came from Yep. and then live on the legacy, so to speak of, of the foundation that was laid before you. Yeah. It's, and it's hard to, it's hard to sometimes reflect like that because there's just so much crap going on in the world, but it Mm -hmm. is very important to do that. So number four, uh, the 80% rule. This is definitely something us Americans don't do very well. Stop eating when you're 80% full. Mm. 
That's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like my, my grandpa said that his uh, dad would always say, you know how you lose weight. You just back away from that trough. You just got to back. You just got to back that seat up, but it's so hard. I mean, something's good. Mm-hmm. You're, you're chowing down, but you know, these people are going, okay, I'm about, I'm not all the way miserably full. So I'm just gonna, I'm done. Yeah. And I, man, that's tough because a lot of that too is, is how fast you're eating. Yep. You know, cause if it takes around what, seven minutes to start to hit your stomach where you, the sensation of feeling yep. full. So that's, that's tough for me. I eat like a dog, man. I yeah. Mean, cause you're, if you're all in, you don't even know how full you are until, you know, like you're saying 10 minutes later mm-hmm. and then you're like, Oh damn, way I, too did, much. I did way too much. That's interesting though. 80%. Yeah. 80%. And then they quit. And so and, how do they know they're at that 80%? That would be, I guess that would just be kind of ballparking. I guess you would just go, you know, I'm not all the way full and I feel pretty good and and done. I've noticed that with even things like salads or, or, or eating, I'll eat and then I'll be like, man, I'm still hungry and I'll go do it again. But sometimes what I'll do is I'll just eat and I'll wait. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to do that more, just wait. And you'll find out you really don't need anything else, no. but you want it. You're like, man, just keep, give me some more mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. I'll do, I'll do that. Yeah, that's that one is one that I really like and, and one that I really would like to start incorporating a little bit more. Um, number five, uh, plant slants. So basically lots of plants in their diet. Lot, lots of greens, lots of greens. Um, number six, wine. I got to say this so I don't sound like a wine at five. <laughs> wine at five o'clock. So wow. th- these people, um, they have a couple glasses of wine every day at five o'clock so these people go into that i know can we couple the areas i know italy yeah so one of the areas greece california italy japan and costa rica are the 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 five is that yeah five main ones so greece italy i mean you're gonna drink some wine in italy california you're gonna drink some wine japan i really don't know and then costa rica so that's kind of you know that's what you par for the course, what you probably think in some of those areas. Well, yeah. And I know there was some research out recently. I saw, I don't know if you tapped into this, that kind of like your headspace when you're drinking alcohol is a big thing too. So if like those countries as well, they have some of the best sources of water and yeah. you know, a lot of those places have natural minerals still, um, put into their, their drinking sources so they can kind of replenish and they're healthier overall. So if you have, you know, 90% of your life that you're living like these blue zones and then they have a couple glasses of wine. Uh, you know what I mean? They're, that just something to be said about anything in moderation, their headspace or mindfulness where they're at. Well, it's moderation and everyone that has drank before knows that one or two, it does decrease some stress. I mean, it does. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it, if, and especially if you're using it in the right way, like if you're using it as the end of the day, sitting with your family, having a couple of glasses and talking about stuff, I mean, that's very good for you. Mm-hmm. You know, it just kind of depends on how you're using it. So number seven is uh, faith-based. So a lot of these areas are very, whatever it is that, that they believe in, but they're, they're very faith-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think that would also go with helping them have more of a purpose. You know, they kind of know 100%, you know, as you're reading a lot off a lot of these facts are, are just points that is really, you know, ultimately, regardless of what religion you are, the ultimate source of everything being grounded, being, a, you know, mm-hmm. grateful. Um, it doesn't really, you know, ultimately those principles apply 
yeah to, to everyone in a in a scripture nature so yeah absolutely number eight is family first so they're all about the family um Amelia. so that's you know that's that's all about having a good support system uh people feel you know and that's a lot like just uh faith-based all those different things you got a support system you got a purpose you you don't feel lonely so you know and that's that's massive and then number nine is really probably the biggest one i think uh, they got the right tribe. So they were born in circles that support a healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So if you were born into a home where, uh, you know, people didn't eat well, or let's say, you, you know, you have family that's alcoholics, all these different things, you are more likely to move in that direction because mm -hmm. you're so used to it. And it's just who you are. But in like these areas, if you were born into one of those areas, you really don't know what's different. That's just how you eat. You know, I'm from the South, so, man, we're going to eat some fried food, and mm -hmm. we're going to, you know, and so that was kind of what I was used to. And then I move up here, and I notice people, it's a little bit different. It, I mean, it's not totally different, but it is different what people eat up here. Not as much butter and, you know, all kinds of stuff in the food up here. So, yeah, being in the right circle, and, and, that's, and that even applies to everything. I mean, work, succeeding in life, if you want to go to the gym. You're not going to hang out. If you want to start losing weight, don't hang out with people that don't work out. Yeah. You got to find somebody that works out. Well, and the biggest, if we can have a driving, um, drive home point with all yep. of this stuff, if you really break down all these areas that they do that, that, that causes them to live longer, ultimately in every aspect of one of those topics you, you've just, just discussed, it, it's all for living for a bigger Yep. reasoning it's not just living for yourself if there's yep. a higher purpose there's a higher drive there's a legacy of the family and, and where you come from so that all is included in in wellness and i, yep. I believe we've lost that mm -hmm. you know in society here in america and hopefully we can start to to bring those values back but like you said, your tribe, your environment, and that can even be, you look at America, the school systems today, Yep. you can have an awesome home life, but the school system's broken mm -hmm. and kids are, you know, seeing all sorts of stuff that they shouldn't be seeing or behavior that, that it's wasn't tolerated 20 years ago is now. Yep. That's the direction we're headed. So like a lot of these values, man, I mean, yeah, yeah, you it's, can't, can't trump them. Yep. It's, it's massive, you know, and, and I think that finding the right tribe for anyone can be one of the first big steps that you take. If you're, if you're going through some things that you really don't like, find people that are doing what you would like to be because mm -hmm. you, they will rub off on you and you will start to go towards that, that direction. And it's, and it's probably the easiest way. I mean, you can read about it on the internet, kind of whatever you want to do, but hang around people, find those people. And most of the time, those people will help you out as well. Yeah. And you know, the older I get, the more I realize, man, if, if People aren't for you. They're against you. Yep. So pick your tribe wisely, have love for everyone, but ultimately you got to be succeeding and striving for something bigger than just that everyday stress and, and battle. Absolutely. I like this topic. This is good. Yeah. Pretty solid stuff. I love hearing, uh, you know, cultures living that long and, and just finding out that the true principles of healthy living is allowing them to live longer and quality of life. A lot. I can't stand when I hear people say, I hope I don't live to 85. Why the hell won't you want to live that long? What, what yeah. are you living for, man? I mean, and, and ultimately I want to, when I'm 85, I want to feel good. 
You know, it's yep. not my choice on when I leave the planet, but I, ultimately every day, if I can feel as good as I possibly can, that's living, man. That's what it's about. All right. All right, guys. So uh, this is episode number 23. I bet everybody uh, has this one down. We're, me and Dr. Egan are both going to take the same person. Number 23 for the Mike Chicago Bulls. The man, the myth, the legend. Greatest ever, man. Yep. He's he's the man. If you haven't seen, the, what's the Nike movie? Was it called Nike? No, it was called. Oh, the the one with Matt Damon? Yeah, with Matt Damon and them. I forget what it's called, but you can find it if you haven't watched that yet. It's not as good as uh, the Last Dance documentary. Oh, yes. No, That's no, it's not. Go see yeah, about. go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're a big sports person, watch The Last Dance. But for people who are less sports people and you want to watch a movie, then watch that Michael Jordan movie. It goes, it's it's the whole story of Nike and how it all mm -hmm. came about. So two movies that you can go watch. They're if you're going to go on the Nike train, you got to go to, you got to watch Prefontaine. Ooh, you ever seen that one? Uh -uh. It's a good 90s movie. It's got old Jared Leto from 30 Seconds Ooh. to Mars. He's Steve Prefontaine. He, <laughs> I believe that's where Nike, he was, I I could be wrong. He could have been the first one to actually wear Nikes. Oh, on the track. Nice. Back in '72, I believe. <laughs> Dude, have this is that. This is that uh, little bit of the spectrum that could be on it. Yeah, <laughs> just it, he's just coming just back. A memory flash. <laughs> All, All right, right, guys. So that's the end of the episode. As always, subscribe to the channel. Leave us a review. We appreciate each and every one of you. We'll see you next week. See you guys. <laughs>